1: The Ball Corporation's plant in Golden is looking for production technicians. You can read the full description and apply at jobs.ball.com when you search Golden. This position is on the front line of the aluminum beverage can production process at Ball's Plants. The company offers a competitive $27.39 per hour wage with potential for increase at 6, 12, and 18 months on the job. It offers exposure to a lot of other manufacturing opportunities in the plant. The production technician role touches on the other stages of production, making aluminum cans and ends. This role is responsible for machine adjustments on high-speed production equipment and is an integral part of the production team, both in quality and meeting operational goals for volume. At Ball, all positions have importance and impact. The role has skills growth built into it, and many production technicians become maintainers, which is the next step in the production technician line. Employees who have started out as production technicians have even gone on to other roles in operations and management. Yeah, it definitely has the level of technical skill that people are looking for, since the old days most have an outdated perception of back-breaking labor. Much of this has been automated today. So, text GOLDEN to 77222, and you'll get linked to open positions. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search GOLDEN to find that opportunity. Again, jobs.ball.com and search GOLDEN. Welcome into to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Ruto and AJ coming at you. Uh, the original plan for today's show was to tell you what the abs were going to look like coming back from the uh, COVID pause. But... The actual plan... Involved.
0: The original plan was for us to cover the Avs Golden Knights game in Vegas tonight, where also Jesse currently for, is, because for, uh, he booked his travel already.
1: But, you know, we knew that one was canceled as of yesterday. Um,
0: yeah, that's it. That's on him.
1: The, we, we didn't know until our normal showtime that the Avs also will not be playing another game until 2022. So, oh my god. Oh my god. Well, hopefully they're competitive next year. That's all I'll say about the hat.
0: Uh, didn't, didn't they just finish third in constructors?
1: Oh, third. Wow, yeah, they really put up a great fight against those two top teams.
0: Nobody did. <laughs>
1: but, that's f you. It sure is, unfortunately. Um, Anyway, yeah, uh, unfortunately, the Avs will not be playing hockey for another five days at least. Um, This one, uh, not that the first one was their fault, but unfortunately, the Avs just happen to have Dallas on the schedule twice to end the year. And Dallas has yeah. nine players in COVID protocol still, even post break. Multiple staffers, multiple staffers as well. Um, yeah. There's there's a couple of other teams as well that are, are in that boat. Uh, <laughs> they do things for the team. All right, doesn't have to be more
0: specific than that. Well, it's it's, it's like is like is it PR people or is it? Um... Like coaches, equipment managers, like how like how closely connected are they day to day to the team, or is it like the social media people, or you know, is it like somebody in the sales office? Like, you know, where does the line of like staffers like end? I just a, just a curiosity for me, I guess.
1: They'll tell you the same day NHL teams start telling you what injuries actually are to the players. How about that? So true. So true. <laughs> um, yeah. So Dallas was still a ton of players in COVID protocol. These two games coming up ended up getting postponed even further, which uh, for the AVS means they're going to be even healthier when they do come back to play. But you also get into the old rest versus rust debate where this will now be going on in two weeks colorado without playing an nhl game um obviously there's the there's the covid and health side of it which we've talked about before when this pause first came around um
0: oh is covid happening right now
1: (laughs) shocking right uh but if if, we should
0: talk talk about that how do people
1: feel well, oh, yeah, just gonna light a grenade and end the show. Is that your plan here?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, that's what Bo Bennett did on Twitter today. He just lobbed they, a grenade uh, onto the onto Twitter and said, "Let's fight."
1: I didn't even see that. Um, in any case, good. What is this a good or a bad thing for Colorado to have a handful more days off?
0: Well. Well, they were coming back and they were going to once again have a compromised lineup. Yep. They were going. So I think. uh, Yeah. I I think this. Yeah. I I think this is um, fine. Like, for them, I don't think it'll make a huge difference. And, like, the big thing is is that they're not going into a really important stretch of games. It's in two Dallas games. Yeah. Uh, Like,. Obviously, shorthanded, yeah.
1: It, it, it would have been, um, Logan O'Connor, Miko Ranton, and Pavel François. Uh, there were a couple other players on there that I'm forgetting that are off now, yeah. Like McDermott came off today, yeah. It was McDermott so. and, and someone else that just came off. And now, as things stand, based on their, their the one protocol times, it'll be just. Pavel Francos still on the uh, the list yeah. for post-December 31st.
0: So Yeah. Um, which is fine. He, he doesn't play two games. Kemper starts on your golden anyway. Yep. Um, the big, I think the really big development here is that... Um, I'm, I don't know if he actually did today. I'm in Dallas. Jesse's in Vegas. So... We were, you know, we had road plans. We're both on the road getting ready to cover road games that got postponed. (laughs) Um, Like, we were literally, uh, Z and I were stopped uh, at a, uh, yeah, at Cooper Farms Market uh, in between Houston and Dallas when we found out that the Eps games were canceled this week. And it was like, I guess we could just... Go home. Yep. <laughs> like, all righty. Um, but, but Bo Byron. Yep. Stayed hanging around today. with the team and was supposed to, yeah, was supposed to skate today. Uh, now, obviously, like, until he feels well enough and actually gets back into a game, we'll see. But I see, I've had a lot of people who are like, I don't think we'll see him play again this year. And I think if they were seriously concerned about that, he would not be at the rink every day. He would not be hanging around the club. He would be doing what Timmons did. He would be doing what he did last year, or he just disappeared. Yep. I mean, he wasn't around, or Eric Johnson just wasn't around. You just don't see those guys. They're not; those guys weren't anywhere close. Yeah. Um, but because we're seeing him at practice every day, uh, we're seeing you know today again. I wasn't there. I haven't checked. I haven't. I haven't sleuthed out every picture that was taken by the social media team. I don't. I don't know that he if he actually did practice or not, but. He did. Okay. And, I, think he, I, I think it's was, encouraging. I think that, it's encouraging that he's in this, that he's in that kind of shape.
1: He wasn't a no contact to be clear, but he did. He was there with the team. Um, and, but yeah, certainly just about everyone not named Ryan Murray is pretty much scheduled to be healthy or nearly healthy at the end of this break. So um, they do have that going for them for sure. And I uh, will, we'll, we'll save the tax quote. talk for period two, um, but we will get into that a little bit too. For, uh, for the abs as it stands, this is going to be a little bit of a staggered restart for the nhl right it, not necessarily by choice but because the abs happen to play dallas which is just one of the teams that has a ton of of positive covid players there's also montreal and toronto both i think are struggling pretty badly with it right now um yeah the nhl is still planning to start back up tomorrow it's just It won't be Colorado. It won't be Dallas. I believe the Winnipeg game is canceled as well for Tuesday. So The Avs are going to have even more games in hand on the league, which it it will be interesting. We're starting to drift into the the territory of it's not going to be super easy to make up all of these games. Before, it was oh, the Avs need to make up four games in three weeks in February. So that's, even with pre-scheduled stuff, you can find four days to squeeze games in. Now, with the Av, we're talking about seven games. And if you actually do... Yeah, you're talking about seven games across
0: three weeks. Yeah. Like, seven games across three weeks is a pretty normal slate of games. Slightly late, Um, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe a, a touch on the lighter side, but not major. Uh, not a, not a major yep. uh, deviation from their normal schedule. So, yep. um, it, at this point, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be too hard, but it will be harder That when they were looking at four games in three weeks. You're like, oh, cakewalk. If anything, you're worried about them getting rusty because
1: you're playing one game you know they're gonna play a game they're gonna have
0: five days off or whatever (laughs) you know like it's gonna be (laughs) but now they have seven to make up and the thing only two of those are gonna be at home because dallas and tampa bay are the only home games they've got two they've got games in detroit in buffalo in boston in dallas and in vegas so they're kind of all over the place in terms of the games that they have to make up uh geographically speaking
1: yeah. hard to you
0: know, know hard obviously hard to one, one of those is guess. a natural uh, one of those is like a natural trip boston and buffalo for sure is a natural road trip but uh the the other the other ones i don't think you know like detroit uh, detroit dallas trip is just something they might have to do and Them popping out, the apps, popping out to Vegas and popping back. They can do that on the second night of a back-to-back or whatever if they need to. They absolutely need to. It it shouldn't get to that point. But, you know, right now, Colorado's, from Colorado's, seven games uh, postponed. uh, This should be pretty easy for them to make up in what would have been the Olympic break. But if they start adding any more than that, it's going to get a lot harder. Yep.
1: No doubt about it. It's... Kind of living on the fringes right now. $5 super chat from Pin King. Thank you very much. Is boosters required for ballerina or just the first two COVID shots? Uh, as far as I know, it's just proof of vaccination. The booster is not necessarily required, but I cannot tell you 100% sure. I would definitely ask the, the ballerina staff on that one. Um, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: and it's different.
0: Like, it- i don't i don't yeah. know i mean for canceled games don't really matter at this point
1: right they're not even rescheduled yet so
0: yeah i don't yeah i don't know man it, whatever the rules are today may not be the rules tomorrow yeah this you know with very, everything's very changing much... we'll... yeah, yeah.
1: it's a developing situation
0: no doubt about it, it a- Something that we have to keep saying for some reason. Like, I, I see a lot of people who are like, "Well, what's the end game?" And it's like, dude, you don't know what it is. It is a it is a situation that changes day day. Yep. Like, do you rem- do you remember? Go back and listen to the pods that we were doing when the when the pandemic first started. We were talking about the league shutting down for three weeks in March of 2020, just not knowing, not knowing what we were getting into. And nobody knew then. Nobody knows now. We just don't need. We, we 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 don't. I'm sorry. We don't. We don't know what is in store for us. We don't know where this heads. We don't know where this goes. You kind of just have to fly by the seat of, your, seat of your pants on this one. Yep. And that's just the reality of it. Like I wish there was a better answer, but we don't have a better answer for the moment. It's we just kind of have to just keep going. We get we get a little bit we get a little more information. You know the vaccines are now readily available. Majority of players have them. Uh, boosters are now being moved. You know being being recommended for people who don't want them or have not gotten them already, and blah 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 blah. So we'll see. Right? we'll see how this we'll see how this continues to develop. The CDC just reduced the quarantine time today from ten days to five days. Yep. So that, we're inching closer towards learning to live with it, but we're not there. It
1: It's just reality, what right? this
0: process is getting to.
1: Everyone woke up today, assuming that the abs Dallas games were going forward. And then
0: yeah.
1: at, at 11 AM, we find out that Dallas has five more players added to their COVID list. And it's like, Oh, right. All of a sudden it doesn't seem very realistic that this game is gonna happen.
0: Right. And from a competitive standpoint, like you don't want to, you don't want that. Like of course not. You don't man. want any of these games. You don't want playoff races and any of this stuff being decided. Uh you don't want any of that stuff being decided on games where half of your roster is the is the the Texas Stars. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. Nobody wants so. that, I don't think. Yeah, um, it's just a competitively. This was it just it just it's just a bummer. So yep. and, and uh, I don't know, man. I, there's nothing there's nothing that says that this is almost done, that even this extra week for for the abs anyway, is going to be enough. They, they haven't even gotten back to games yet, and they've already started canceling games from this week. So we might just be here for a while. We might be in the middle of like the, who knows. Who knows all how signs, long
1: this goes on. All signs point to more games getting postponed, too. It sounds like the Toronto game is not going to happen. Um, there's a couple other ones that are certainly in question for this. Return. Yeah, one of Toronto's games was already
0: postponed. Yeah. So, I mean, they just keep pushing them back. I mean, this I hate this, man. I'm just, I'm, I just—I miss talking about hockey.
1: Well, obviously, <laughs> I don't think anybody wants this. Like no one's sitting here going, yeah, let's shut it down for longer. But the league also has to do what it has to do so that you don't have a team with nine COVID positive players playing another team and continuing this cycle of COVID going around the league. Um, yeah. It's just a tough situation. And, yeah. and you know, I again, no one's gonna know what the right answer is until we look back on it and go, "Oh, this or that should have happened." But in the moment, the NHL's just trying to do the best that it can.
0: Yeah, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But you look at how things have gone right now, and you can be like, "Oh, the NHL's idiots for a, for some of this, and some of this is also just like, what? like, you kind of expected going into the season that there would be a COVID shutdown at some point, you just mm-hmm. sort of." Certainly in the One of those things that it was like yeah. this this is probably gonna happen. Yeah. So yeah, Landy will be back.
1: So if this Barring is COVID, the worst, of and you wanna go do something about it, or at least take your mind off it, you can always head over to Lightshade, where you can get twenty-five percent off when you use code DNVR. Right now, it's a great deal buy an ounce get a quad free that's uh that's the way to go right now uh lightshade obviously is amazing uh, they've been around here in Denver since you know, you've actually been able to legally buy weed. So you can jump on that. They are promoting the Escape Artist brand at the top right now. They're, they prioritize quality and consistency, and it's the highest awarded tropical brand in Colorado. Uh, they have multiple ratios available, whether it's one-to-one or a high ratio 20-to-one CBD. If you're going the CBD route, they got you on that. Uh, their creams are their uh, highest potency cream is a 800 by 800. So... Uh, they will really take care of, of any pain that you uh, might be dealing with. So be sure to check out the, uh, the Escape Artist brand. Of course, all of Lightshade's other options are great. You can shop online and visit a light Shade location near you. So be able to go check them out and uh, get yourself whatever you need when it comes to uh, CBD or THC. And then check out Green Mountain Dental Group. Make sure you're taking care of your teeth. Get them looking good. When you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush just for taking care of your teeth. So jump on it just 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. And they are great at what they do. The best family dentist in the Denver metro area. After that, if you're still looking for a fun time, while wow, hockey might not be going on right now, Great time to sign up for the Nuggets party bus. They've actually already filled one entire bus of Nuggets fans. Uh, so they're bringing in a second bus for this popular event. Uh, would highly recommend you go check it out. Uh, the, the party buses for the Broncos were a blast. And so we're bringing it over to the Nuggets side. If they do well, which obviously they're already, they're already doing good, but if people enjoy it, uh, we might... Might try and fit one in for the Evs sometime in the future, you know, COVID allowing. But should be a fun time. Highly recommend. You can go get a feel for it. Um, hopefully, you know, things get easier to do stuff again. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. All right. So, one of the things that I think we can say, at least in the immediate that is good to come out of this pause is the NHL is bringing back a taxi squad. Now... Sort of. Sort of. Indeed. There are a bunch of rules and limitations to this taxi squad, starting with the fact that it's only going to last up till the All-Star break as it stands. Uh, But it should help prevent... Covid disaster games to at least a certain extent in the NHL. Um, now they only have six players, which is normal, same as last year. Um, maximum of six, of course. Sure, yeah, you can I, you can carry zero if you wanted, I suppose. But there is a maximum of six. You have to have players cannot be on it for more than 20 days in total, which again, Mm -hmm. this is only planned through the all-star break. So that's like a month and a half of total time that you need to cover. So like half that time is only one, any given player can be on the the list. But yeah,
0: for the abs when they return to play, it'll be like 34 days. days, I think so 20 (laughs) of them is the max that a guy is allowed to be on there
1: shouldn't be too much of an issue there. Um, there are some other expected things like waivers are still exists. You would, players would still have to pass through that if they need to. Um, yep. And then I believe for emergency call-up situations, mm-hmm. they're now given a million dollars of cap leeway, which is not a lot, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. So, uh, from the AB side of things, what we do know before the game was canceled, the ABS had brought Hunter Miska, Callahan Burke, and then Mikhail Maltsev were the three confirmed players to be on their taxi squad at this point.
0: Yep. They, and that's with uh, Frankie being COVID-ized. On, yeah. 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 They had such a – did you see the thing yesterday about – they gotta they try to get an emergency backup goaltender just for practice purposes and he tested positive. Brutal. Ridiculous, man.
1: So yeah. So the taxi squad in some way, shape, or form is going to be back. Um which is good. Certainly to have some sort of thing in place. But How much is it really going to help, especially in in a world where we're talking about teams posting five-plus players testing positive
0: a day or two before games? I don't know. Yeah. And then, as as the comment section points out, it's kind of a tough timing for this, because the abs lose Jonas Johansson a week before taxi squads come back, and it's just like... He's a literal prototype taxi squad goaltender, yeah used to Sanit it and continues to play for the Eagles. JoJo is your taxi squad guy. Your top two guys, Rock as normal. It just would have been would have been a piece of cake. Yep. Things would have
1: would have added up a lot better in the in-goal situation. Um and you know, uh, for the Avs in particular, as we kind of already mentioned outside of the guys in protocol, their forward core is going to be the healthiest it's been all year when they return to play. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Taxi the spot. only thing, the only thing at this point that's preventing the, like COVID is now preventing yeah. a mostly healthy roster, like injury wise, a mostly healthy roster from it, it, right now, like your only real injury is Byron.
1: Yep. Byron And then Murray, I guess, technically.
0: Yeah. But maybe Murray's we'll already, Murray's already ahead of where I thought he would be.
1: Yeah. So it, it, certainly the, the timing of things there has been a kind of all over the place for the Avs um, getting relatively healthy beyond the, uh, the, the protocols and yeah, it, on that side of things, it, it is what it is. A the squad gives teams more opportunity to manage things instead of, you know, having to play games down seven people, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, un- unfortunately, based on the rules that we've seen, it doesn't seem like it would help prevent a situation like what happened in Nashville Duh. where the abs had multiple players called out f- between warmups and the start of the game. Yeah because rosters do need to be announced by 5 p.m. every single day still. So, not sure how much it would help in a situation like that specifically. But in general, it should make teams more flexible, which is a good thing. Um, Hopefully prevent cancellations a little bit more.
0: Yeah, hopefully, you know, helps stem the tide of some of these these games. Like... When when the abs lose, all those guys throughout the day, they lose half their top six. Their defense is wiped out. They lose their starting goaltender. Yeah, an hour before puck drop, like you're talking about being put in a like a, a serious competitive disadvantage, and it certainly not to say that the preds had a full lineup because I remember what that game looked like. <laughs> but you were talking about a preseason game counted in the standings. The have
1: played with 16 players less than that. If you count the first period.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And get shut down the next day.
1: Yep. Yep. Immediately the NHL was like, nah, I'm not doing that again. So definitely was a, a little bit of a struggle on, on their side. No doubt about that. Um,
0: Hotel Wi-Fi, baby. Yeah,
1: it comes and goes. It comes and goes. You, you, you work with it. You do what you got to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, but look, the NHL, it's taking a lot of the steps that, at very least, you and I wanted to see when this all started first happening, right? Yes. Would it have been better if they had this stuff in place beforehand? Sure. But
0: yeah. It's better least, with it now.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can only go from where you are. and yep. That's got to count for something, at least.
0: Yeah, it's fine. We'll see how it goes. Um, we'll see when <laughs> games actually start getting played again. Yeah, also true. Um, did you watch WJC's yesterday? I
1: did, yes. Do
0: you have any quick thoughts on those?
1: Uh, I saw Alex Holtz assist Oscar Lausen, and I just... Started having fantasies about that. Uh,
0: let's talk about old. Talk about old Oscar.
1: Yeah, he's he's still sniping pucks even at WJC. He's not having any it's, problems in that category.
0: I tell you, if you're gonna have the one one skill,
1: that's the one to have.
0: for for it to be easy to like prospect crush on the, on you. It should be shooting
1: having pucks on an actual wire at all times
0: <laughs> so. yeah like it's the easiest thing to to just watch and be like oh <laughs> you see this you see this? <laughs> this is the easiest thing to just see it where you're just like oh my god what's happening here and we even said when he got drafted like that shot could probably play in the nhl right now yeah, no, And then he, we saw during the preseason, it wasn't out of place in any way. Saw him score a couple of goals and you're like, dude, that part of his game, the part where he gets the puck and shoots it, it's good to go. Well,
1: I mean, that, the part of it for Can we give that like,
0: to Tyson Jost? Like, my when, God.
1: When he first got drafted, it was like, well, yes, he has a good shot, but I'm not fully convinced, you know, he's playing in European leagues. Mm-hmm. Will he be able to have a release uh, in under faster conditions and yeah like he still will have to prove that he can do it against pro competition but totally. if you asked me when he got drafted, hey, do you think this guy could be a 30 goal scorer in the league? I probably would have told you no. Today I'm like uh, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I'm, yes, but I'm not saying no. <laughs>
0: today you're not writing it off.
1: yeah, definitely. So, uh, very funny because to be on that side, yeah,
0: the Burakovsky comp just looks like
1: more correct and more, more correct and by more the day.
0: Where you're just like, yeah, I think they'll be
1: soft, but he plays I think really well. Different with guys home. in the yeah. NHL, but
0: they yeah. excel and they excel and struggle in some of the same ways. Yep, they get there in different ways, but it's like. At the end of like at the end of the day the bottom line of it is that their pros and cons end up looking pretty similar
1: even if how they get there is a little different yeah yeah to kind of fill the same role for sure
0: yeah and you're just like look man that maybe maybe the success with burakovsky made them feel more comfortable with you're oscar typing
1: that guy a yeah little bit, yeah
0: and being like okay we know how to do this we know how to we know how to develop this guy we know how to we know how to feed this guy some opportunity. We'll feel comfortable with this, and really, like their last two first rounders to date. Not to say that they're they haven't final greatest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to date, everything that's happened since they've been drafted has been an A plus. Yep. No. No. And Baron no, tore no. up the queue. Got to the AHL immediately looked good, produced, translated that into two games this year. One real game with real adults in a real NHL game, and then that fiasco in Nashville that he got (laughs) stuck in. (laughs) But I'm not holding against anybody. You can't, yeah. And, you know, like you feel wonderful about how things have gone since the Justin Barron pick. And with 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 Oscar Elson, you know, he had such a poor rookie showcase, kind of. Totally. And then, and then the actual got got into Avalanche games, Avalanche preseason games, and you're like, oh, girl, found that confidence, used it as the launchpad, like. We talked all about like how he just didn't look good. Like he didn't look like he was playing with any self-belief at all in Arizona. It was a constant theme of our conversations about his play. And then he looked awesome in the preseason. He had flashes where he was awesome. He took all of that, translated it to the OHL. And it's like everything right now, everything that you felt good about when he was drafted you still feel good about and all the things that you were concerned about, you feel better about not to say that he's there, not to say that he's ready, not to say that he has upped his prospect portfolio in any way, like not to say that he's gone from a B minus prospect to an A minus prospect or anything like that. Just that there isn't really a major ding so far in his development. It's all looked good, and he's off to a good start playing on Sweden's top line. You want to see guys get opportunity. You know, we saw, last night, we saw Jack Pert struggle against Slovakia for the Americans, knowing that that should have been, that that was Sean Barron's roster spot. Yep. And I just couldn't help but be like, God, oh, this sucks. Because you're seeing with Olsen, he's getting the the burn. He's getting the opportunity that Barron's. Because Barron's got COVID, you just don't have that same, yep. unfortunate that same level of opportunity at the, at this high at this high end, high visibility, high quality tournament.
1: Well, and that's the positive thing for me, especially with O'Lausen, is he has been unbelievably consistent offensively since going to Barry. Uh, yeah he's played 22 ohL games this year he has scored a point in all but three of them. so he's doing exactly what you want to as far as yep. completely dominating the OHL and his peers down there and well now, he's
0: not not getting fat off of five point games
1: right it, it, he's scoring every single night he's not just mm-hmm. dunking on bad teams he's he's competing and, and doing well with the good teams too and now you're seeing him continue that pacing. On an international level, where it's like, okay, this is for real. Yeah. Uh, got a super chat here from Carrie saying, "Do you guys think this rest will be good for the ABS, or is it going to be bad for us? And what think about Baron?" Also, happy B day, Rudo. Love DNVR. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Uh, we're kind of already talking about this a little bit. I already talked about it a little bit earlier in the show, yeah. but.
0: Kind of like a TLDR of the pod, but uh, ultimately good for the abs. Justin Barron, dope. Yep. It's
1: where, Uh, let me, let's expand on this a little bit really quickly. Where is Baron rank on the depth chart right now? Presumably uh, McDermott is still that kind of flexible seven defensively that can also play forward for you. Behind Murray, you think he's still behind Murray?
0: Well, I'm asking you because you have if McDermott's at seven.
1: Well, Marine, I, I'm just counting. I mean,
0: and Murray and Murray McDonald are both hurt, so
1: right. I'm counting Murray is out indefinitely.
0: Okay, and as Byron back, like, what's what's your depth chart that I'm that I'm working with so, here?
1: So my starting six are obviously McCarr and Gerard. And then uh, Byram, EJ, Jack Johnson, and Taves, forgetting? Taves thank you. Uh, okay. That'd be my starting six. And then okay. uh, I'm assuming, wouldn't be my depth chart, but I'm assuming the Avs would have McDermott as seven.
0: Okay.
1: And then I guess I don't, maybe McDonald is in there if he's healthy, but I'm assuming he's not. Hmm.
0: I think if healthy, McDonald is behind McDermott and in front of Barron. Okay, so yeah, have- I think I think Baron is right behind McDonald. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. more or
1: less where I'd have him too. So,
0: yeah, uh, because he's ahead of Jordan Gross, who was—I mean, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to hold that national game against anybody, but Jordan Gross was gross in that game. He was truly awful. It was a not- total disaster for him. Yeah.
1: Not going to hold it against him, but also certainly didn't anything do anything to ever get another game with the Avs.
0: So. Yeah. Like Kyle Burroughs' two games with Colorado last year, significantly better. Everything Dan Reneuf did last year, significantly better. That's one of the worst call-ups we've seen in recent Avalanche history. A terrible situation for him. Like The context of that situation, it's a terrible, terrible spot for him to be in. And he got completely swallowed up by the moment. Yeah.
1: Would have been hard to play significantly worse, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was awful that night. I mean, that's... And, like, you and I have watched Jordan Gross play in with the Eagles. He's a much better hockey player than that. Of a much better hockey player than that. And at the NHL level, like, not an impact player, but a, also not a guy that should be absolutely killing you.
1: Yeah, I mean Gilbert's gonna fall somewhere into that conversation yeah. too.
0: But Gilbert Gilbert, goes, I would probably have behind Baron.
1: After the call up, yeah. It, yeah. Baron leapfrogged a couple
0: dudes with that call up, I would say. Yeah. Yep. Put the put a couple of the veterans on permanent uh, backlog there. Yeah in that call sure. up order, I think. All right. Well,
1: if you're trying to get a little bit of better sleep, you can hit up Snooze Sleep. So jump on that. They're I'm in Colorado. To get sleep. You're you are?
0: Yeah, man, no you? more. Now that now that we left Houston, uh um, I guess now that we left my mom's house, I'm not sleeping in bunk beds anymore. Yeah, they
1: that those new sleep will treat you better than a bunk bed that's that's for sure their new four in one mattress will do you a lot better you can flip it for firm or soft and you can flip the mattress cover for hot or cold so no matter what type of sleeper you are they have a solution for you they're colorado local they'll deliver the bed right to your door and you can get a seven day free trial to make sure it's the right So give it a try today with snooze sleep. Again, they're, they're super awesome. Local highly recommend you check them out. If you're in the market for a new mattress, then once you're done sleeping, you're getting up for the day. You can have your Strava craft coffee, the CBD infused coffee that helps with migraines, aches and pains like joint pain, IBS, a ton of other stuff as well. Go check them out. Uh, if you're a Keurig person, they come in K cups. They also come in just the standard normal hockey with your CBD infusion. Uh, yeah, take care of take care of you, aches and pains, you name it. Uh, of course, also brought to y'all by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can still get eight different kinds on tap down at the DNVR bar. Uh, highly recommend that. Uh, with with the Ducks game on Sunday, still on for the moment. For the moment. If you want to come down to the bar for that one you can have some mimosas and hockey it is going to be a, a broncos watch party but the abs will of course be on as well at the bar and you can uh, you can have some afternoon drinks and and watch some fun hockey hopefully the abs return to actually playing hockey so come have a good time down at the dnvr bar have some breck brew whatever you want highly recommend it. uh third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So the league is kind of in a strange spot with a lot of things up in the air right now. But AJ's making weird faces now.
0: Kirby's (laughs) growling at the door.
1: Oh, Kirby wants out.
0: Ah, uh, there was a noise in the hallway. So naturally, uh, of course, of course, it's time to it's it's time for the eight pound dog to try and protect yeah. something. Got to defend his house. <laughs> God, he doesn't know where his house is anymore. He's changed location so much. <laughs> Everywhere. he he owns the world now. All right, that's right. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, the NHL is it fair to say at this point they're starting to switch into a mode that is do whatever it takes to finish the season or yep. how much flexibility do they still have really?
0: They're losing it every day. Yeah. They had a bunch. They're losing it every day. Uh, it's been significantly cut into. They are going to have some pretty tough sprints to finish. Uh, if they, Don't want to extend the regular season, which of course you don't want to. Uh, You're trying to get back to a normal schedule as much as possible, but how much are you prioritizing getting back on a normal schedule versus having an 82 game season? Because you're you're talking about having an 82 game season, but you're also talking about fan restrictions going back into place. All of this is going to affect the HRR at the end of the year. And how much is this impacting your salary cap situation where you were hopeful that the cap was going to go up by a million and that the players will have paid off their COVID debt in four years? How much has that changed now? Uh, I I don't know. As the flexibility starts to go away, your HRR just naturally is going to go down because that's what happens when you don't have fans in stands for games. Now if it's a game here and there, it's not a huge it's not like a huge number. It's but
1: absorbable. yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, when you start to get you start to get more into it, um, more teams more teams do it, more places start to shut it down. It's just just where it is. Yep. It's uh...
1: I don't want to make you predict the future because I think it's pretty impossible to really know what's going to happen next, but
0: how... God, if I I could do it, the NHL would be paying me a lot of money. uh,
1: Let me put it to you this way. What's more realistic, the NHL extending the season or the NHL playing less than 82 games?
0: Extending the season. Okay.
1: Given it's not for like months and months and months. All right. Fair enough. Take there. Um, it's, it's going to be another weird stretch of, stretch of hockey. I I wish I had better answers for everybody, but it's just going to kind of be what it's going to be for you. Uh, hopefully the abs return sooner rather than later. And hopefully they can get through the rest of the season without too many speed bumps, but you're going to wake up every day and, Find out whether they're playing games or not. It's just going to be what it is for the the next little while, at very least. Um, Yeah, it's not a fun time. I don't think any of us would like it to be this way, but it's the way it is. So I don't really think I have a ton else to add. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on here, AJ?
0: No, I mean, we have now all week. Yeah, whole whole week of shows whatever. that we won't have credit
1: games yeah we'll be off yeah, we won't off
0: since the Fs don't play Yeah we so. got uh we got the we got that off so that's the thing uh not that any of but, us are going into or doing anything for it.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean we'll still be live for three more shows this week. You know, you can find us every single week here. Uh, Once the holidays are over, it'll be back to at least a five day a week schedule. If not, our, our often six and things like that. Uh, Also with this time off, uh, keep your eyes out, keep your eyes out for some stuff, some stuff coming. I know I'm working on a video that uh, if not this week, should be out next week. Should be, should be something fun to look at. Uh, Some other stuff in the works too, that, no one wants to see hockey not getting played, but it does give us a little bit of an opportunity to do some, uh, some more creative things that we would normally save for off season and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. hopefully we can uh, bring you guys some fun and interesting stuff at the very least, but we are going to get out of here for the day. So thank you everyone for watching listening however you consume the pod. Uh, we appreciate all of y'all. So, so very much for, for tuning in, even when hockey gets weird like this, uh, we'll be back tomorrow at our normal time of 1 p.m., getting, getting back into that groove now that we know there's no hockey games. Uh, but until then, we will talk to you later.